This is one of my favorite things that has been released in 2023. We're talking Scott Pilgrim Takes Off episodes five and six, Lights, Camera, Sparks, and Who Did It? I am Vector here in the Vectorverse. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And he is Shaw, the man whose shirt says sex. Don't wipe your screens. That's what it says. And yes, his dad's name is Bob. Yes, we know. Yes, Sean, yes, how yes. you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I feel like I've been watching an exceptional amount of animated stuff lately. Ooh. And I blame you. A fact I'm very proud of. And <laughs> we got What If Season 2 coming up. Sean, more animated I goodness. What I wouldn't give to see a real person in real life. <laughs> I can't wait to talk more <laughs> animation with Shaw because... I want to open up Shoff's horizon. I want Shoff to earn the power of animation. I love animated <laughs> stuff, and you should too, Shoff. I love uh, your shirt, yeah. by the way. I Thank love you. it. That was one of my favorite moments in both the book and in the movie. Scott earned the power of love. I talked about it on previous episodes. This is one of my favorite things that has been released in 2023. So I'm very happy to be talking to you, Shoff, about this and to be talking to all of our faithful friends out there in youtube and podcast land uh but the first episode lights camera sparks uh what did you think shaw i'm i'm curious to get your take on this specific episode <laughs> uh it was it was fantastic it was very funny i like the presentation as a uh, documentary of a film that just didn't work and <laughs> didn't last. It didn't, it didn't happen. The Weird Al intro, I really dug. The format was really cool. Uh, the director being Edgar Wrong, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, it was it was so like a, a real easy joke to make, but a really fun joke to do. So I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> and we talked about in previous episodes, the cast in this has been just as great as the cast in the movie because a lot of them are coming back. But even all these little roles that we've gotten, all these little uh, cameo appearances, including like you said weird al at the beginning they just did another fantastic job casting this and we talked about that in invincible show off another animated it's true property that we that's what i mean about. I, I feel like, like i i, yeah. I want to know what real people look like we did it we did it everybody they're like Shoff go outside sparks <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are like is... go outside touch some grass <laughs> i decided the only thing better than being me was getting paid to be me <laughs> I'm yes, like, man, he's got yes. it figured out. Wallace Wells is is my <laughs> spirit animal. This episode showed you another one where that character with Wallace Wells has so much more to do than he had yeah. in the the live action and even in the the comics. But him and Young Neil getting to see Young Neil be this screenwriter because he was always in the background and like he was playing video games and he wanted to be in the band, but. This one really kind of gives you more of his backstory, like what he wants and what he uh, aspires to out of life. So I like that. I like getting to know more about all of these characters. And that's what I like about this whole thing, being not a direct adaptation of the comics and of the movie. This is something different. And we're getting more of each one of these characters' backstories. So I'm I'm loving yeah. that, Shaw. Yeah. Um, a question for you. Yes. Do you know if the voice of Steven Stills in this show is the same guy who played him in the movie? Yes. Because it and doesn't let me sound look up like his name at all. He is like 10 years older. And I think we talked about that with, yeah. um, uh, what's her name? From Obi-Wan. I'm not Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's wife. Um, 
and I'm blanking on her name oh, now because yeah. I'm looking up um, Stephen Stills. Mary Winstead or Mary whatever. Yes, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Yes, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, sorry. Um, she sounds the same, and a lot of these actors do sound the same, but we have to, we do have to realize that the passage of time, it has been <laughs> over 10 years since the movie came out. And nice so, Chow, same thing. Like she doesn't, yes. she sounds like she's doing an impression of herself more than she's right. doing the voice. So maybe right. her voice changed a lot too. Mark Allen Weber is his name. So yes, he is uh, playing Stephen Stills again. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, but, the, that's the only voice that's been the most, um, I guess, unlike what i remember but it could just be my memory mm. playing tricks on me too so uh but to me it just and maybe it's also because he was such a kind of a nothing character in the movie right. like there mm -hmm. wasn't much for him to do uh other than sing like and this and the singing wasn't like great singing voices or anything like that either oh, so. right mm -hmm. but uh but yeah uh the, this episode primarily was the big focus was on uh todd ingram and his vegan powers and also realizing something about himself that he didn't know <laughs> and that's that he prefers hot dog to taco and uh, uh and i guess you know when, when you're around wallace wells all bets are off you might think you're one thing and find out you're something else <laughs> that i always find that hilarious like and we talked about why do all these women like scott um i feel like with wallace wells the same thing like why do all these men go crazy over Wallace? Why do, why is everyone <laughs> attracted to him? He says same thing that Scott has. He's something about him is just irresistible. Um, I love Kieran Culkin That's playing right. him as yeah. well. Word of twenty twenty three, Riz Wallace Wells <laughs> has got the Riz. Yes, uh, so that <laughs> has been fantastic. Uh, what do you think about all of the kind of the documentary style of? the talking heads and the interview thing that they oh, that did was great. in this. Yeah, that was that was a nice way to unpack it because it allowed for people to be more introspective um, and show a side that we don't normally see because then you're seeing sort of the facade breakdown as well, which right. is what happens in this in a lot of ways. So, uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And it shows how much of an idiot Todd is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scott Pilgrim. You know, like, yeah. he's just like... Every time. So yeah, that was great. But the lines great... in the, the lines in the trailer bit that was done a few times throughout the episode that that cracked me up. I was laughing yes. so hard. You want to go run lines in my trailer? Because <laughs> you know it's funny. Um, just a little bit of like insight in the like when I was doing like community theater and stuff. Oftentimes, many of the shows that I did, I was being cast as one of the major leads in the show. And a lot of times, these shows had uh, had like on-screen kissing like you it was a romance and like we were pretending to be like into each other and stuff and and uh there would be times where we'd be like rehearsing a kiss and and so like i'm i'm thinking to myself lines in my trailer like if i was like an actor like there'd be like practicing lines in your trailer you know what i'm saying so what happens in the trailer stays in the trailer that's that's the truth Dang, you can't fight the Shoff. moonlight babe Shoff has had the riz for over 10 years and he doesn't <laughs> want to see it but look all of these stories are coming out Shoff, and you do have it look i told you uh, i also love the fight scene again there's been some great action and uh fighting in this series yeah. and this one had no exception there was just some more stuff that um even though the live action movie had great fight scenes i i 
give credit to Edgar Wright, like all of the fight sequences, I was like, man, this is crazy how good this looks for actors that I didn't associate with fighting but i thought they did yeah, some great very inventive in always mm-hmm. super inventive they they use the medium of animation to their advantage and do yes. things that they can't yes. do in live action yes. uh, the same way so yeah uh, uh favorite so- line is you can't fight the moonlight babe followed by wallace uh looking up at the constellations you know he's a constellation in the sky and then the air horns hilarious <laughs> yes oh um and then we got some more Matthew Patel at the end yeah. of this episode. And again, he was a nothing character in the movie and in the uh, comic as well, the original comic. But this one, he is like the big bad almost. He's like the overarching villain of the whole thing. And so I, I just love getting to spend more time with all these characters. And another episode of No Scott Pilgrim, Shaw. I know. This, this whole thing is called Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And we're, there's no Scott. Maybe it's he takes off for most of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's 100% uh, correct. So anything else on this one, Shoff, on this episode? Uh, On this episode, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, Just I thought the romance between Wallace and and Todd was such a standout, funny moment for the show. (laughs) Uh, And everything about it was great. The pacing was good. You know, it's it's interesting for like an eight episode, 23, 24 minute per episode season. Nothing really feels like filler. Like they do feel like they're progressing along in an organic way. Like Ramona has to do her due diligence to try to solve this mystery uh the mystery of scott pilgrim disappearing um and so it she's having to like every episode is sort of like getting closer and closer to the truth and by episode six that we're about to get into we do find out many more um nuggets on that we don't have everything figured out by the end of six but uh but we definitely know more so now we figure out who did it who done it yeah yeah um, so that is the title of episode six. Who did it? Uh, so this one is a very good episode, Shaw. What do you think about who did it? Who, who did, did it, it is fun. I especially love the the bromance between uh, Gideon Graves, aka Gordon Goose, and uh, Lucas Lee, aka Luke Lee. Yes, <laughs> he's um, he is my favorite character of this whole. Thing, not to spoil the, the rest of the, episodes, the two episodes yeah lucas lee is my favorite like i i loved chris evans in the movie yeah but this just gave him more you know just more to expand upon and, and we talked about my favorite episode of this whole thing was whatever so i'm yeah. loving lucas lee because this is my united states of whatever <laughs> um i really loved the continuation of the no fear uh no fear t-shirt <laughs> joke <laughs> that he's wearing yes. a tank top that says no fear yes. and, and by the end of it lucas lee is also wearing a no fear shirt um just really good stuff they called him fearless because he wore no fear shirts <laughs> yes i, and I, I gotta... specifically remember the no fear shirt i had i wore more than any of the other no fear shirts it said if you're not living on the edge then you're taking up too much space oh yeah <laughs> and i was like Ooh. i was I was yes. also a huge oh, no gritty. fear guy when I was a kid. That was one of my favorite shirts. Like, oh, there's a clever no fear shirt. I gotta get it. As a, <laughs> I was in elementary school when that came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I moved to Arizona from Illinois uh, for the start of sixth grade. Uh, my parents wanted us to have a chance to be in primary or still still in elementary school before we moved over to middle school, which hmm. was sort of like a shared campus at this particular school. Oh, okay. 
so that I had a chance to make friends before moving into middle school and, and then high school. So I got into sixth grade and I, everybody, like I was not wearing no fear shirts when I moved to Arizona. That was not like that trend or whatever hadn't really kicked off in, in Illinois, but I came mm. to Arizona and everybody was wearing like no fear, Massimo, Stussy, Dang. Um, Quicksilver, you know, the whole yeah. shebang. They Billabong. were all wearing those shirts. Yeah. Billabong. Yep. Exactly. Billabong. Yeah. Um, and so I was I like, I, I, I need, I want to fit in, you know, just like anybody else. Um, cause at that time, the shirts that we're wearing right now, granted, I couldn't have worn sex, a sex shirt <laughs> in, in sixth, sixth grade. grade. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I'm going to send you to the principal's office. <laughs> uh, no, but like if you wore like a, a geeky shirt, I remember specifically there was a kid in class who would wear X-Men shirts all the time big huge sprawling x-men shirts they were covered like the from the sleeves all the way down like to the, to the hem and he would get bullied and picked on every day for it it was not mainstream what? at that time it was not like well uh accepted it the mcu didn't exist there wasn't Ooh. like you know it sucked getting what is bullied this like I, you're talking and, about show what's that what is this hellscape you're talking about? I, know, I don't want to live in that. It's, it's called era. the '90s. <laughs> 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 it's called the '90s. Uh, '94, '94 to be exact. Oh yeah. man, I got to call out the opening of this episode. I said Shaw is gonna hate this when he's watching this. It's a straight anime. The whole thing yes. is a hundred percent anime, and I was loving it. I was laughing the whole time. Because it's kind of like a parody almost yeah, right. of anime, and the like. I I also for for the viewers or the listener out there, I also took Japanese. I lived in Japan for a little bit, so I can pick out words in Japanese that I was like laughing at some of the words and um the just that style of anime made me laugh. So I was when I was watching it, I was like, Shav is not gonna there like was, this. Okay, there was a line where she called him like a baka boy, yes. or what was just, that? Just baka, which means stupid in Japanese. Okay, like dumb. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I that, guess I would that just made me baka to know what she was saying. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Uh, there was, I remember a girl in high school calling me baka all the time, and I was like, I must be cool. And then I realized, oh, she's called me an idiot the whole time. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> that is what, that is one of my favorite Japanese words of all time. Uh, so that, just made me laugh when I when I saw that. But the fact that Lucas Lee and and Goose honk, Goose are getting really into this anime and and they're getting invested in it. That that joke <laughs> also played really well for me. So I was also I was loving that. I was also super uncomfortable during that like opening scene because of how much they were destroying Julie's house, like the paintball uh, mm -hmm. splatters all over the walls and and the the coils of the couch just like popping up. I'm like, oh my gosh. I literally wrote down, oh my God, Julie's house. And this was before Julie got home. I she was, was for 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and there, yeah, we weren't sure how much time had passed. And it was like, oh <laughs> like no, it's even worse. <laughs> yeah, we that saw was this great. robot yes. popping back up. I was like, what the is twins robot. this yeah. robot? And I got to <laughs> say, we're six episodes into the season. And we only have two more. I'll miss the show. I won't miss the theme song. I do not like the theme song. I cannot Yay! tell you how quickly I hit the skip on that. Oh, it, man. On episode six, I tried to sit through it. I was like doing something on the side. I was like, you know what? I'll just let it play out. I couldn't. 
I couldn't. I couldn't just sit back and be casual about it. I just had <sighs> to hit skip. I was like, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, I got to. It, you know, we know that Anamanaguchi, the band that does the theme song, is listening to this. We know that they're watching. So, yeah. guys, I'm sorry. sorry. Anamana, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we know that the work that you do is valued <laughs> by a lot of people, but not Shaw. But not I me. Like, I like that. Not me. It's going to take a little bit more than screeching into a microphone. No, no, in Shaw. another language uh, to <laughs> to satisfy me. Um, yeah. I'm glad we got the bread makes you fat. As an appearance in this episode, that was a lot of fun. Red uh, makes you fat. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> Them working on lyrics. I was like, oh gosh, this is awful. They're like determined to find some sort of like creative mecca or something. It's more to do with Wallace Wells. Um, yeah, sorry, Stephen Steele. Sorry. Yes, I got yes. this. Um, I love exactly. It's kind of like throwing him a bone, like giving him something. But I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere. Part of me feels like there is going to be a song that they do like figure out that is like mm. an epic song or something. Because I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, I just feel like this. It's without purpose if there isn't some thing that mm. sort of like is at the peak of their collaboration. So I feel like we're leading to something. I just don't know what it is. If it's a song or if it's a relationship or whatever. But like, mm. there's definitely we're seeing the the sprinklings of that development in the background, which will yes. likely lead to something I would assume in episode seven or eight. So we'll see. Mm. Yeah. So you that, know, so you're not going to spoil, but that, yes. uh, that's my guess. That's my guess. Yes. Uh, we got some um, more with Gideon or goose and Julie. Yes. Some more of yes. that relationship. Uh, I love their interaction as uh, sh she was leaving and she said, he's like, I'll miss you. <laughs> and then she's and, like, I'll miss you fucking more. <laughs> yeah, I, that like I didn't like Gideon in the movie or in the comic, but I like him here. Like he's yeah, got this quality to him, and that actor also. And I'm blanking on his name, but he's been in um, so uh, many Jason movies. Schwartzman. Yes, Jason Schwartzman. Um, love his characterization of that, like the bringing down the the veil that he had. You know, he had kind of a wall built up between him and uh, everybody now he's kind of like oh now he's vulnerable yeah. he's able to be vulnerable so i like that uh in this episode we got to see more of them and they actually make a really good couple those two uh yeah again, it worked. the julie powers this is something that she was barely in the main stuff and now she's getting like we're getting to see a lot more from her so i i, I i'm sound like a broken record shop I love getting to expand upon everyone but Scott. And that's what I'm loving about this whole Scott Pilgrim takes off is that every character is getting their moment to shine rather than Scott, which was, you know, it's called Scott Pilgrim. So very, uh, very much loving that expansion of the world and the, the Scott Pilgrim cast. So didn't more that. I'm trying to think, didn't we like find out either in this episode or the last episode that it's only been like a couple of days. Yes, yes. Uh, and it's only was... been like what three days since Scott was killed, right? Like, yeah. And it, it it's just wild to me how quickly some of his friends have moved on, especially his <laughs> sister. His, uh, yeah. This is the first in this yeah. episode we see her, uh, his sister again after mostly being 
absent this entire time. She's, and she's the only one we don't really get an expansion upon. Yeah, like everybody yeah, else working yeah. at the same you know cafe or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and she's just passing along gossip uh, to Wallace or whatever. <laughs> and you're not going to believe what happened. Yeah, and it's it's definitely <laughs> in alignment with what happens in the movie and stuff. And I don't. I don't I haven't read enough of the the uh, comics to know for sure if that's also how like their relationship is as well. But uh, it's just funny to me how little his sister cares about him. <laughs> like she doesn't. She does not right. care at all. Yeah. So, it's and funny. I yeah, I like I said, just I love getting to to know these characters. We don't get to know a lot more about his sister, but it is funny to see that you point out a great point of why don't these people care about him? What is it about Scott? And I will say the very end of this episode is when we get the reveal that yes. Scott is back. The next two, Shuff, just to prepare you, are going to be very Scott-centric. Like, okay, the enti- I'm talking about the entire episodes are 100% Scott. So you're going to get some more Michael Sarah in your life, Shuff, if you're, if you're not prepared for that. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see where he's been this whole time. What's been going on. Um, any standout quotes for this one, Shuff? You always got a quotable. Uh, well, <laughs> the ones I've shared Except about this like, red makes you fat, that kind of stuff. But oh, yeah. also the scene where Gideon is talking about the, the one, um, the one man show that he put on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know that song that he was singing, but I recognized it right away. So I wanted to provide some insight for maybe yeah, the, li- tell the us, listeners Sean. or viewers tell that were us. watching it and were like, what is he doing? What is this? Yeah. So he's singing a song called Agony, which is from the musical Into the Woods, which is Ooh, a musical version of like all of the you know fairy tales mm, uh, yeah. and stuff like Little Red I Riding Hood and... Um, uh, Gosh, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk and mm-hmm. Cinderella and all the yeah. all those you know tales that you grew up right. with, like right? the grim but, fairy tales. Yes, but it the show takes it to a darker place. So it's what happens after they get their happily ever after. Like it's sort mm. of the idea of it's not just because you got your your happy ending doesn't mean that what comes next is going to be equally happy. And so it's them sort of realizing some darker truths about life and this or that. But this, the song that he's singing is actually a duet between both of the princes of the, of the show, Prince Charming oh. and then Rapunzel's Prince. He doesn't have a okay. name. He's just called Rapunzel's Prince. But both of them are singing, pining after their princesses that they want. Ah. And it's a funny song because they're both very um, Gaston-esque ah. in their like, approach, yes. but, but in like a parody of themselves. So mm. they're like making fun of themselves in how they do it. And Chris Pine is excellent in the movie version of it as, as Cinderella's yes. Prince. And, uh, and I forget the gentleman, Billy Resmussen or whatever, however you pronounce his last name. Uh, he did, um, Rapunzel's Prince and he was great too, but <laughs> I was in that show. I did it, uh, in community theater and I played, uh, Prince Charming's like steward, which for Ooh. like a night, you know, you have like his assistant and they're called like a steward or a squire. And I and the director had a vision of making the squire be very emo goth punk. So you see my beard is like white, right? Like it's it's white, gray, like there's a little bit of brown. All right. My hair is messy, but like it's brown with white. I dyed everything black eyebrows, hair, 
mustache, beard, everything what? was jet black. And I did it for a month and a half. And I had a day job. I worked at American Express. <laughs> and, and I was... <laughs> <laughs> and I was I'm like imagining Shaw flicking the hair down. Here. I had like yeah. a fake lip ring that I wore. Like, oh wow! I had black nail polish I put on for the character. I was wearing pleather and sweating profusely. I was wearing a <laughs> mesh tank top with like suspense. It it was it was a sight. It was a sight. It was hey. a really unique vision, but it was very funny. And I of course talked like this <laughs> and he was lots of pinkies up in the air and um and we're and, discovering so much so about shop right now agony. i uh i was thinking about into the woods and thinking about playing a in emo <laughs> emo squire and it was Dang. it was a good memory so so thank you so much for that uh Gideon nice. graves memories <laughs> nice yeah that that was fantastic and like i said uh just getting more goose getting more gideon uh getting to know more of his backstory and i think the bromance was my favorite part of, of yeah. who did it oh yeah that was, a was the lucas lee and uh, uh gideon's thing man Shaw, i am so excited to see what you're gonna think of these last two episodes and how they wrap this up there's some great stuff coming in the next two episodes so i'm i'm very happy very pleased that you're joining me on this journey, Shaw. Well, thanks Man. for having me. I'm glad to be yeah. here. And, I'm, and I probably, I don't know, I, I would have eventually watched this, but I probably wouldn't have watched it right away. Hmm. And so I'm glad that this uh, podcast has given me the opportunity to watch it much more like in line with when it came out so I can fully appreciate it in the moment with you. Yeah, excellent. And I'm glad that you're here. I'm talking to you, whoever's listening or watching this, uh, for this journey into Scott Pilgrim takes off. We're going to continue on episode seven and eight as we come up on the close of this whole series. But we are thankful that you are here. And if you want to be thankful to us here in the Vactiverse, you can always give us a like, a comment, and a share. Get, let your friends know if, you, if they're into Scott Pilgrim takes off or if they're not into Scott Pilgrim, maybe this will get them into Scott Pilgrim. But also, we have the little super thanks down below. You can donate something to give back to the Vectiverse, and then we can put it into the podcast and make a better show for you. So thank you very much. We'll be back next episode. But Shaw, you always got a closing. So what oh, no. is it this week? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Joe, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um Whoa. that's the closing. Um I'm not ready and you shouldn't be either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a no fear shirt on Amazon and you should too. <laughs> <laughs>